Okay, this is my completely uninformed, dumb opinion of Spare, um, with, like, like, no context. Like, I do not care about royalty, about British history, about the monarchy. I only care about the royal family in so much as I care about anyone on the cover of People magazine, in that I am interested in gossip and clothing, nothing more. But this this is a lot of gossip, right, that uh, Harry um, offers up to us. And, God, so much of it is boring. Like, I understand that Harry needed, felt he needed to tell his story in his own words to someone other than his therapist. God bless their soul. But I did not need the slog through the military. Like, he could have just said, I liked being a soldier, even though now I realize I killed people. Um, like, also, like, I think his kind of regrets about dressing in the Nazi uniform were kind of fair, but his, um, like, his comments about using a racial slur were, like, not, and were not, like, there was no apology there, right? Like, he apologized for dressing up like a Nazi as an idiot. Okay, but he didn't apologize for using racial slur and um and and that was just a weird kind of dissonance like why like who matters who decides that um okay but yeah the military parts were so fucking boring can also can someone please explain to me how okay a name a man called henry with the nickname of harry gets then further nicknamed as Harold because Harold is longer than both Henry and Harry. Why? Why do they do that? But at least the context uh, of the the fight scene that was released early made sense. Um, but it just... They're weird. They're just icky weird people. And obviously, like... It's interesting because I think against Harry's kind of own attempts, like he, it's very clear who he loves, right? His, his father, his mother, his, his granny, his great grandmother, and Megan, right? But not William, certainly not Kate, right? And also like, but he's also limited by who he loves right like because his his grandmother is the monarchy right and and he is so devoted to his granny though they've never even hugged though you know when Megan came he whispered in her ear like like you have to like curtsy in this specific manner do you know how to curtsy like what the fuck like she upheld this this like racist colonial system right and like I think on one hand he knows that there are a few jokes but like I don't think he gets I think that he can't blame her for what happened to him what happened to Megan what happened to his mother because you know it's his grandma like 
And like, you know, like it's like racist grandparents. We all do. They're just not the, you know, the queen of England or whatever. And I think it's the same thing with his father. Like he can't not want his father to be happy. Right. Like there's that beautiful kind of part where he's talking about how, you know, marriage is like, you know, a kind of ending, a kind of death, whatever, like, like, you're never going to have that relationship with that person anymore. And I think that's really true. But beyond that, he wanted his dad to be happy. And he also recognizes that even though, you know, his parents' divorce was horrible, Camilla was horrible, like, if his dad had been able to marry the person he was in love with, maybe none of that would happen. But again, that would place the blame on the monarchy and on his grandmother. And he needs an enemy and the enemy is the media. And I get it. Um, Pavarazzi sucks, especially it seems in Britain. Like, I don't know how they, like, I don't know. It's just, you know, it's crazy. But at the same time, like, there's no distinction between, like, journalism and like tabloid journalism which I think is a little weird especially because he did have like a ghostwriter working with him and there also because like um yeah just like like because he so needs to um like so so needs to blame the media right and and it's also interesting that like you know like Megan Markle doesn't have a journalism degree but she has a degree from Northwestern School of Communication which is like a really good communication school right and yes she did a theater major but also IR and so it's just kind of like interesting because um like of this hatred of the press and like sure she's not like the press but she um certainly kind of like I don't know if you had a okay I found this on the web for certainly kind of like check it out um you know she ran a blog she was like a media person right like obviously she was most known for suits but like it's just I don't know like I think there's a disconnect between between like legitimate media and what Harry thinks of as the media and I think it's because he needs to blame someone for his mother's death and he cannot bear to blame his his grandmother and his father and like I don't know the heart most heartbreaking relationship I think is that with William because that's not they they're not close at all right like they go to like they they don't like each other and I mean who would like William but like it doesn't seem like they liked each other even when they were younger like William was jealous of Harry because Harry was I don't know not a balding asshole um even when he was an asshole and 
I don't know. Um, you know, and I also always like I never believed this narrative like oh Megan didn't know what would what being royal was like. Well, obviously like obviously that like no one would be prepared for the onslaught that she faced, but like when he's describing her like learning to curtsy or the like hugging, I'm like, "Oh shit, like that was like legitimate, right?" Like and I don't know. I don't know if this was like, you know, how you, how you read Harry Potter. But when I was a little kid reading Harry Potter, there were, I got very confused about what things were magic, right? And what things were British. Like, were jumpers British? Were, I don't know, like, certain words British, like rubbish bins. Like, I didn't know if that was magic school talk. Anyway, um... It's the same thing with this. Like, what is royal and what is British? And I I wonder the not hugging thing. Like, that seems both royal, but also very, I don't know, British. Like, I hug everyone. I don't know. So that was just, like, interesting. Like, like it's not just, obviously, like, that these are, like, like the, I don't know. Also, like, Harry's life, like, God, it's so boring. Like, until he met Megan, but he was living in the, like, shit whole house and like he's a Chandler I don't know if he's a Chandler man like maybe a Joey like I think he really thinks he's a Chandler but like I don't know and maybe Megan like could be a Monica but like I, Jesus Christ like watching friends eating like cereal I don't it's just so sad like what the hell aren't you supposed to be rich like anyway um yeah so the moral of the story is, I think Harry should have told more of this to his therapist and less of this to us, especially about the military, because no one fucking cares. I wanted to hear more um, about, like, I don't know, his love story. And I think the most beautiful parts are really when he's talking about his mother and his love for his mother. I think that the fundamental flaw is that he cannot see that the monarchy is a problem because of his love for his family. Um, Like when you, I don't know, love your racist grandparents or whatever, like it feels like that. Anyway, this is just my hot take on Spare. The penis details were hilarious. Like for one thing, do, do they really say frost nipped? What the fuck? But, but yeah, the frost nip penis, like, A-plus content. Um, yeah. 